Hello beloved, welcome to our today's teaching. I am yours in love, Josephine Hill. Kindly always remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow me on Josephine Hill's Ministries of Josephine Hill so you can be able to access more teachings and you can also be able to write your feedback or ask any question. So today we have a new topic, something that is exciting and interesting. Today I want us to rightly divide between the Word of God and the Bible. Amen. I want us to study and rightly divide between the Word of God and the Bible. So we begin. Who is the Word of God? It is written about him numerously in our scriptures. Let's look at John chapter 1. John testifies of something. He says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the word was God. You know, so many times when we read this scripture, I think we forget, we think that the word is just like a word. But I noticed something special. When John was writing about this word, he made it intentional in that the word here, for those who know English, the word here is a noun. Noun in that the word is in capital. Let's continue. He was in the beginning with God. So the word here is the person, he, a person. He didn't say in the beginning was the word and it was in the beginning with God. He says he was because the word is a person. All things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. We are being told about the word. He is a person. That's why the word here is a noun, a person. And we are being told the creation was made in him. Without him, nothing exists. So he is the glue that holds things together. If you remember in Genesis when God was doing the creation, he did it by word. He spoke it into, into, into existence. So we see here how the word was there. So he was there in the beginning. So the word was the word. You know, the word was there in that it was him that God, you know, spoke into, ex, into existence. Also we are told that, I want us to cut a little bit and see about the word becoming flesh. Mm -hmm. We are told, let's jump all the way to John chapter 9. John is introducing himself, you know, he's introducing John the Baptist who was, you know, the one who came to testify of the word, but he was not the word himself. Then he says that, in 9 he says, that was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world didn't know him. Now we are talking about the world. Now here he has become flesh. He is in the world, even though the world does not know him. So now the word being introduced to us in this perspective is a person. See some more here. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. So who is the word? We all know it was Jesus who came. We all know it is Jesus who became flesh. We all know it is by faith in Jesus that we become a son of God. So what is John telling us? John is introducing us to Jesus as being the word of God. So the word of God is a person. The word of God is a personality. The word of God is living. The word of God is Jesus Christ. Let me show you something else. 
in Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. It gives us more, you know, it defines the nature of the word even more. For us to understand that there is more to this word. Other than just what is written in the books, there is more to this living word of God. Hebrews 12 verse Hebrews 4:12 Hebrews 4:12 explains some more. He says, "For the word of God is living." What does it mean to be living? To be living means it's not in it's 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 not an object, it's somebody, it's a person, you know, and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul and spirit and joints and marrow and it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart so here again we are being clarified the word of god is living now when we talk about the word of god living this this goes beyond what is written it goes beyond what you carry as your bible so the word of god is jesus christ the word of god is living the word of god is powerful The word of God is able to discern the intents of the of, of you know the intents of the hearts of men. So the word of God is Jesus Christ. I want us to get this very clearly. And I think John did justice to revealing to us Jesus as being the word of God. That was very clear. Jesus is the word of God because he's the one who became flesh. He's the one who dwelt with his own but they did not know him. It is the one that we believe and you we become sons of God. So Jesus is the word of God. Jesus is living. Jesus is active, you know? And Jesus himself says, let's look at John chapter 6. We are still understanding the word of God as him being a person. In John chapter 6 verse 63 there is something very special that Jesus says. John 6:63 he says, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The word that I speak to you they are spirit and they are life. So the word is life. That's why Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. That's why Christ is the life of men. That's why by faith in Jesus Christ we become sons of God. We receive eternal life. So Jesus is the word of God. Another encounter in John chapter 5. Now this one is actually even this one now even makes it more clearer. In John chapter 5 verse 39 there is something that Jesus said to the Jew in those days. He says John 5:39 Jesus said, "You search the scriptures, for in them you think that you have eternal life, and these they are which testify of me." Now this is where now we begin looking at what the scripture is or what the Bible is. We know now we now know that Jesus Christ, the living God, The one who died and resurrected on the third day, he is the word of God. He was in the beginning with God. So when God was making his creation, the word was there. Jesus was there. So we cannot say that that the word begins here and ends here because he was in the beginning. And in the study in Revelation, we will see that Jesus says, you know what? I'm the alpha and the omega. I'm the beginning and the end. If the word of God himself is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, then it means he has no end. Now, so many times we have been taught to believe that you know, the Bible you carry is the word of God. That's 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 an that's actually the wrong way to see it. 
the Bible which begins, which is written from Genesis to Revelation, let me give you a perfect definition of it. The Bible is a collection of various testimonies of men who lived even beyond us, in the ages beyond us. There are various testimonies of God. Jesus himself has said it in John chapter 5 verse 10. Let me read it for you again. He says, you search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life and they are they and these are they which testify of what me so your bible that book which you carry is only a testimony of Jesus Christ there is the testimony of Moses there is the testimony of Malachi there is the testimony of Matthew there is the testimony of John there is the testimony of Peter there is that of Jeremiah Isaiah these are testimonies of men inspired by the holy spirit because the only way you can know Jesus, the only way you can tell people about Jesus is if you have the Holy Spirit. That's why Paul to Timothy says, all scripture is, is, is inspired by the Holy Spirit and is therefore can be used to, you know, to teach or to rebuke. So these men were writing about Jesus Christ by as being inspired by the Holy Spirit. And they wrote depending on the knowledge they had of him. They wrote depending on the dispensation in which they were. Some people like Moses, they wrote about Jesus even though they didn't know him. They were only speaking in shadows. Some people like Paul wrote so much about Christ. In fact, Paul doesn't even write about Jesus. Paul writes about Christ, the spirit, the glorified Jesus Christ, the one who resurrected. Some people like John and Matthew, they tell us, and Peter, they tell us about Jesus. That's why in many accounts, they begin with the things we have seen, the things we have touched. They're giving you a physical testimony of the man Jesus, whom they dwelt with, whom they lived with, whom they walked with in his earthly ministry. So the book you have is called the Bible. It's, it's a collection of testimonies of men about God about the word of God himself, who is Jesus Christ. What did he say to the Jews? You are looking in the scriptures. You are thinking eternal life is found in the scriptures. But don't you know those scriptures only testify of me? Then even, I love the next verse where he says, but you are not willing to come to me that, that you may have life. So many times people look for life in the Bible. People look for guidance and direction in the Bible. Religion has taught us, go and look for a place where the Bible is taught and stay there. Look for the guidance in the Bible. Look for direction in the Bible. They use the Bible to judge. They use the Bible to direct. Even some people use the Bible to cast out demons. Don't, don't people do that in the Catholic you know, religion? I've seen those, those, those many, you know, I've seen these instances so many times where they use the Bible and the cross trying to cast out demons. But is that how Jesus said it should be done? Let me tell you something. The Bible is a book like any other book. There is nothing holy about the Bible. In fact, the person who wrote it, he just wrote it, but there is nothing holy about the Bible. There is no power in the Bible. The Bible is a book. So many times you see testimonies like there was, a, there was an air crash and a Bible survived. Oh, the Bible did not burn. There was a, a house burnt down, but the Bible was left untouched. But the problem is you've never known that the material that is used to make the Bible it in itself, it is, that is its nature. It, it can't be easily burnt down. 
But if you put, if, if you expose the pages, the inner pages into a fire, they'll quickly burn. But the cover itself, the way it is created, it's not easily catching fire. So that's why you see those things happen. But religion has lied to us to exalt the Bible beyond the spirit behind the Bible. To exalt this book beyond the God that dwells in you. Religion has taught us to take the Bible as the final authority, which is so wrong because the spirit that, that inspired this man to write about God, he is in you. <clears throat> Paul himself says what in Romans chapter 8, verse 11, as many as are led by the spirit, these are sons of God. He says so. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, let me read it for us. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, very very beautiful. That's, and most of the time we read this scripture halfway. He says what? Let's begin from 9. Paul says, But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of men, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Many people stop there. They start saying, oh, there are so many things that have not revealed, been revealed to us. There are, not, there are so many things that we don't know. But they didn't read the next. What does he say? But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. Paul was very clear. Even though he's the one who wrote these epistles and we are studying them now. He says it very clear. The things of God are revealed to you through his spirit. Not your Bible. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of, the deep things of God. Who searches the deep things of God? The spirit. Who is the spirit? It is the same spirit who was upon Paul, upon Elijah, upon all these men, them writing the testimony of this book we call the Bible. So if I want to know Christ, if I want to know so many things about myself being in Christ, then whom do I need? I need the spirit. The Bible is a testimony of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is a person. He is the word of God. He indwells you. Does this teaching, you know, you know, does this teaching in any way tell you not to read your Bible? No, you didn't get it. We all read our Bible. We all teach, you know, when we teach and give references of scripture or get scriptures for us even to, to teach more about, we get it from the Bible. And, and we respect the book because it is put together as a testimony of various men and their relationship or their work with God. So we study this, we know God, and then we go to the Holy Spirit. Or the Holy Spirit from this scripture, he reveals God to us. You must study your Bible. Oh, by all means study. Don't you read other books? You'll only be ignorant to refuse to read the Bible because now you know it is just a Bible. Yeah, it is a book. We read it. From this book, we know God. We know the things of God. We see how men dwelt with God. We see the power of God. Oh, so God is able to do this. You see from the story of Abraham, a woman who was 100 years old, who if he lived to, she lived today, science or the doctors would say she's not able to have children. But from this testimony, we see her having a child. We see so many things. We see many men, people called Israel, crossing a sea, a sea that is full of water, but it parts way for them to cross. So that's why we, 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 we read the Bible to see various testimonies of God. It is from these things that we know God and from these things that the Holy Spirit now reveals God alive to us. 
That's why Jesus said, if my word abides in you, you shall ask of anything and it shall be given to you. What does it mean of the word abiding in him? It means knowing the spirit. It means knowing the word of God himself who is a person. It means this word dwelling in us. It means the word becoming flesh. Dear beloved, the Bible is a written book. Jesus himself has said it testifies of him. It testifies of the life. The life is Jesus Christ. The life is not the Bible. The wisdom is Jesus Christ. I will show you in scriptures. In fact, it is in the same 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. What does he say? But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us what? Wisdom from God. The wisdom of God is Christ Jesus who is in you. The wisdom of God is already in you. When you study the word of God, you are studying it to act, you know, to bring to life, to activate the wisdom of God who is already in you, which is Christ, who you received by faith. Study your Bible. Read your Bible by all means. But you must know it is a book. That's why if I take this book and put it in a dead person, it will not come alive because it is a book. But if I lay my hands on a dead person, this person will come to life. Why? Because the spirit of life is in me. Many times you see people, you know, when they go to sleep, they put the Bible under their pillow. That is witchcraft. That is ignorance. That is not even of God. It is a book. How is a book supposed to protect you? But God is in you. The spirit is in you. The life itself is in you. You see people, wherever they go, they are carrying the Bible. But there are so many countries right now where even the Bible is illegal. There are so many people, if they are seen with the Bible, they can even go to, they can, they can be taken to court. It's a law against them. But then, the person that is born of God, the son of God, has the word of God living in them. Let me tell you, a true son of God that knows his identity, that knows Jesus as the word of God, is able to teach Christ, to reveal Christ, even if the Bible was taken away from them. So many times I ask in my posts on Facebook, if, if ever you as a believer found yourself in a nation where the Bible is not accessible, or ever if you find yourself in a situation where you don't have, so many, nowadays we have, we have our Bibles in our phone, what if you find yourself in a place where you don't have the phone, you don't even have the physical Bible, you are just you, probably even you, maybe you are in prison, you don't even have your clothes, you know, would you still reveal Christ to men? Would you be able to teach Christ, to teach of his forgiveness, of his finished works without it? A true son of God should be able to do it. Why? Because the word of God is in us. He's richly dwelling us. The wisdom of God in us, that's why it is written, we have the mind of Christ. When we study this word, actually that is what Paul said when he said, work out your salvation. When we study, when we read our Bible, when we study, we are, we, we are, we are, we are literally working out the word of God that is in us. We are activating it. We are bringing it into life. We are giving the Holy Spirit words to work with. You know, we, we, we are adding fuel to the fire that is already in us. The truth is the word of God is in you. The power of God is in you. The wisdom of God is in you. The righteousness of God is in you. The leading of God, the spirit of God is in you. 
the Bible is a book, is a testimony. It is written, the, you know, I just said when we began the teaching that the word of God himself, he is the beginning, he is the end. Now, if God, if, if God himself is the beginning and the end, how do you say that the word of God is him when, when this Bible has a beginning and an end? We know this Bible begins at Genesis, it ends at Malachi. Does it go beyond that? No. But the word of God himself is unlimited. In fact, when you open your heart to receive God, to receive the word of God himself, to receive the spirit and to know him without boundaries, to yield to him who searches the deep things of God and reveals to you, you can even know God more than Paul did. You can know God more than Elijah and everyone else did. There are so many things that you know of God that Paul didn't. Yes. There are so many things of God you know that Elijah didn't. Remember, these are people who lived in their own dispensation. They, they lived in their own era. In fact, they didn't even have the technology you have today. They didn't have the diseases we have today. Maybe I, as Josephine healed, a woman who God healed me of HIV, I probably know God more than Paul did. Maybe Paul knew he's able to heal. He's able to do this. But Paul never lived with HIV. But I did. So I am able to know God and to reveal God more clearer as a healer than anyone else could. It's the same way. Moses didn't live before the, after the cross. He lived before. In fact, the people who lived in the days of Moses, they used to talk of God in shadows. Even when they were doing their sacrifices, they did it in shadows. They didn't know Christ. So Moses may not have a perfect, clear definition of God than Paul did. Why? Because Paul lived after the cross. You, son of God, wherever you are, you know God more than I do. You know God more than anyone else does because God has revealed himself to you in a way that you can understand. Somebody who has never been sick may not really understand that God heals. Somebody who has never been hungry may never understand that God actually feeds. That's why Paul used to testify. In most of his epistles, he shares about his testimonies of his persecutions, his shipwrecks, his, the many things he went through, his angers. Hungers. Even he testifies of God as a what? In, in, actually, in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, Paul reveals God as a comforter. He says he comforted them so that they can be able to comfort others. Now, you, can you compare this revelation of Paul to a person that has never been in a situation where they needed to be comforted? Don't limit yourself to what is written. Open your heart. Let the Spirit reveal God to you. So many times you'll ask somebody, say, you'll hear somebody say, I have a problem. I don't know who to marry or I don't know which, which, which fellowship to join. I don't know where to go. And somebody will just tell them, go to the Bible and see. But, but is in this Bible, is it written whom you should marry, when you should marry, her name or his name and where and how? No. But the Spirit the word of God who is in you is able to open your eyes to see this is your husband or this is your wife. This is how you'll do it. This is where you'll get the money. The spirit of God in you is able to reveal things that are not written. The spirit of God in us is able to help us and empower us to preach the gospel, even make it more clear to our generation. Remember, many people who have testified of God in the Bible, they lived in generations before us. Even the things that we are dealing with, the problems we are facing, they, they were never there in their generations, mostly. Nowadays, we are, living, we, are, we are dealing with technology and its effects, cybercrime and scammers and everything. Paul might not have had the perfect 
you know, wisdom to give you about that. But maybe he has written so much about the wisdom of God. Now from, right, from studying what Paul writes, from studying what Peter writes, from studying what everyone else writes, you open your heart for the Holy Spirit to give you a perfect clear word for that perfect problem that wasn't there in their days. That's why Paul himself says it is the Spirit of God who searches the deep things of God. So when you open your heart to know God, the Holy Spirit is there to reveal them to us. Jesus himself testified and said, when the Spirit of truth comes, he will reveal to you. Jesus even rebukes the Jews telling them, you people are always reading the Bible, carrying the Bible. You know, the Jews used even to have pages, pages of their laws in them. They used to carry it even in their clothes. And then he tells them, but those Bibles, those scriptures you carry, those writings, they testify of me. So many people in this age, they read their Bible. They read day and night, but they don't know Jesus. And you'll see somebody quoting scripture here and there, but he doesn't have a revelation of Jesus Christ. Why? Because Jesus Christ is a person. Jesus Christ is living. Jesus Christ is God. Jesus Christ has no end or no beginning. He himself is the end and the beginning. He himself is the alpha and the omega. He is unlimited. Jesus Christ is in you when you believe the gospel. He is the spirit of God is in, who is in you. The Christ in you knows where you should be. The Christ in you knows whom you should marry. The Christ in you knows where you should live, which estate, which house. The Christ in you knows where you, if you want to get a job or an opportunity, he knows where this opportunity is and he knows how you should go to it. The Christ in you knows you and he knows the deep things of God. The Christ in you is able to pray for you, to intercede for you when you don't know how to pray. The Christ in you has all answers that are not written in the Bible. The Christ in you knows so many things that maybe the early people didn't know or any other person now doesn't know. He knows. He is the mind of Christ. He is the wisdom of God. He is God himself. He is in you. Study the word of God. Personally, my favorite book, my all-time favorite book is the Bible. So many times I see people on Facebook posting challenges of reading books and reading books. For me, my favorite is the Bible. And of course, every other thing, every other, you know, Christ-centered gospel that believers are writing nowadays, of course they are edifying. But my all-time favorite is the Bible. And the Bible has so many books. There is the book of John. There is the book of Matthew. You know, the way people, people like to do book challenge. They are in the Bible. Our Bible is a collection of so many books. We can read them. We can know the gospel according to Mark. We can know it according to Luke. We can know God from the mind of Moses and see how much did Moses know of God. Now let me go to Paul. Let me see how much did Paul see of God. We can study the Bible and see the, the challenges, the opportunity that people's, people had and learn from them. We can study the Bible and know if God did this for, for so and so, he can do it for me. This Bible is very important. It's the book that testifies of God. It is the collection that is put together specifically written and inspired by the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the book of John, Jesus said, I have so many things to say to you, but you're not ready to receive them now. So if, if he had so many things to say and they are written in the Bible, what did he mean exactly with that statement? He meant, and even he says in the, in the verses that continue, but he, 
the spirit of truth when he comes he will reveal to you all truth he will guide you he will even tell you of things to come he will take what is mine and give to you so the holy spirit is jesus christ the holy spirit is the mind of god the holy spirit is the word of god the holy spirit is the wisdom of god so when you have the holy spirit in you when you walk in this consciousness even when you study the bible you are studying it with the mind that you know what the word of god himself lives in me he is going to take what is, this what is written and is going to 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 you know to break it down for me in a way that i can understand that's why we preach christ from the spirit we preach christ as we study all this that is written the holy spirit puts it in a perfect and clear perspective for us the word of god is a person he is in you let me show you another scripture in revelation verse revelation chapter 19 about the testimony of jesus in revelation chapter 19 John is testifying of having seen someone and that in that in he says he was clothed with a robe dipped in blood and his name is called the word of God. I love I love how John you know exposes who the word of God is. He says what? The robe dipped in blood and his name is called what? The word of God. So who is the word of God? The word of God is Jesus Christ. What is the Bible? The Bible is a collection of testimonies of men about God. Even you when you when you know about God, when you put down a journal about God, what he has done, what he did, how you you know whenever you put any knowledge inspired by all the Holy Spirit, even that is a testimony of God, you know? And there, and even if you look at the church today, even there are so many times that we come across books written by men who were inspired by the holy spirit many times we read books from you know the kenneth hagin so many books kina katherine kulman there are so many books about the the early believers and these books are full of the fragrance of god these books are full of the knowledge of christ and these books actually they never go you know they never go against what even the early people wrote in their bibles i cannot write to you about god a eh? and then Paul writes another one about God and then they they kind of you know they they don't they they are fighting they they don't make sense or they don't align the testimony Paul has of God the testimony you know Moses had of God regardless of that dispensation where he lived in when they didn't have the perfect picture of Christ the testimony Elijah has of God the testimony John and everyone else has of God the testimony you and everyone else has of God will never change the nature of God because it is written very clearly God is the same yesterday today and forever the fact that you should be open and you know open your heart to know God from the holy spirit does not mean that God will reveal to you know God will lie about what was written about him or or what you learn about God will be contrary to what the others have you know have revealed about him no God will never change. So if you study about God today and realize that God is a murderer or God is a thief or God is what, then you didn't study it right. Many times we have different op- opinions about God or we argue or we you know we differ in the revelations of God because most of us 
don't really study the entire counsel of God to be able to rightly divide. The reason why even though we are living in this dispensation, many are still living according to the law and holding on to the law even though they are not even Jews. There are so many denominations that are founded on the law. The reason why we have those in these days is because they don't know God and they haven't even studied the scripture to know God. And even though they did, then they, it, it hasn't been revealed to them. That's why Jesus said to the Jews, you are searching the scriptures, but they testify of me. So the reason why we study the scripture is to know Christ and then what? And then surrender ourselves to his spirit. That's why he said, the scripture testify of me. So now come to me and receive life. The Bible is a shadow, is a, is a, let me, you know, like the way you, you go to places and there are signs, signs showing you which way to go. The Bible is a lead, it leads you to God, it leads you to salvation, leads you to Christ. It leads you to the word of God with the person himself, the living word of God. The Bible is not the point, it is part of getting there. The point or the person is Jesus Christ. The living word of God is Jesus Christ and he dwells in you if you have faith, if you have believed the gospel. You, so many people go to Bible colleges to, to study the Bible. There are so many theologians. You know, I said the Bible is a book. Anyone can study it and anyone can use it. That's why even the Bible is the same book that is used to steal from people in the names of tithes and offering. The same Bible, those who have the spirit will know how to use it to give life to people. It is a book and people use it differently. There are so many theologians who have studied the Bible and they have the knowledge of the Bible. Like an person would have the knowledge of a newspaper or a book. Yet they don't know the God himself. They don't know the spirit behind the Bible. They don't know the word of God himself. Anyone can teach the Bible. It doesn't need, it doesn't need a formula. You, even those who go to the, to the Bible colleges, they go there and they become theologians. Yet only by the spirit only by the living word of God in you can you reveal Christ to the world from the Bible. That's why the living God, the word of God himself, he lives. He's Jesus Christ. He has no end. He has no beginning. He is everywhere. He is anywhere. He is the wisdom of God. So he has wisdom for every situation you are in. Sometimes people will say, you know, I read the Bible, <clears throat> but I, I, I didn't see what it says about Many people like to say, I have read the Bible, but I, the Bible does not say anything about abortion. The Bible does not say anything about masturbation. People just look for excuses to, to say their own, to justify themselves in their own things. Yet, the living word of God who is in you, the spirit of God who is in you, he has wisdom for everything. He will tell you, walk by the spirit, not by the flesh. He's able to guide you. He's able to give you the wisdom of God. He's able to help you rightly divide between the flesh and the spirit. Just like we said in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. The word of God, it cuts between the soul and the spirit, the bone and the marrow, and discerns the intent of men. This word of God in this, past, in this case is the spirit, is the living word of God. Beloved, today I just want you to know that the word of God is the person. Jesus Christ. I want us to be able to rightly divide so that we can open our hearts to know him, to, to, to invite him to every situation in our lives, to surrender to him. Don't limit yourself to anything. Don't limit yourself. Open your heart. 
because the spirit himself is unlimited. Paul tells you, as many as are led by the spirit, these are the sons of God. So many people use this Bible. They use it for their own selfish gain. And then they'll start to come and tell you this is the word of God. Can the word of God cause a man to do things for their own selfish gain? No. Those people who take money from people in the names of tithe, those diviners, you know, there are so many diviners who will go to their, to their places and they will read for you a chapter. Then they will tell you, bring salt, bring this, and they do all kind of rituals on you. They use the same Bible. But you see, the word of God himself is Jesus Christ, is the person. He cannot be, be manipulated. You can manipulate any scripture or any verse in the Bible and use it against people. But you will never mani manipulate the living God himself who is Christ. You can never manipulate the Holy Spirit. You can never misuse him. You, cannot, you can never use the Holy Spirit to mislead or misguide other people. That's why the living God is, the, the word of God is living and is, is in you. Open your heart to know him. Open your heart to give yourself to him. To know God, you need the Spirit. He searches the deep things of God. Open your heart to know him. Amen. I believe that teaching will help us to, to know Christ, to know the word of God, you know, and to open our hearts for the ministration of the Holy Spirit. Once again, if you have any question about the teaching, kindly feel free to write to me. Welcome to my page on Josephine Hill, Josephine Hill Ministries. Follow us on YouTube and let us learn more. Let this teaching bless you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for your time.